Are you enjoying Bourbon Podcast? Be sure to leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And by the way, thanks for listening. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. We've got a proof positive. First, thanks, Jenny Teeter, for allowing us to use your song. I messaged her. In fairness, I messaged her over the weekend, and I said, we're still using your song. She's like, that's awesome. Yeah, she's fine with it. Thanks, Jen. All right, we'll stop until we get a letter from your lawyer, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep going until we get the letter. Hey, we're going to try out uh, Woodford Reserve Masters Collection Historic Barrel Entry. Just picked this up the other day. Limited Edition Series 18. 700 milliliters. Tell us about it, Joe. A little bit about Woodford Reserve. Um, The site, if you ever go to Woodford Reserve, they've been actually distilling on that site. Not Woodford, but somebody has. Somebody. (laughs) Since 1812. So it's a a really historic site. And some of the old, they're still excavating, you know, certain areas of it. And it's it's very interesting to kind of look at it. Um, And if you go back far enough, you... Uh, you know, you, you get the ties to the Pepper family, you know, Elijah Pepper, Oscar Pepper, and, um, and, and ultimately over time it gets purchased by Brown Foreman, um, in the late sixties. Um, and then the brand Woodford Reserve eventually, you know, some 150 years later is reintroduced in 1996. So it's a relatively, uh, new brand owned by Brown Foreman. So that's the kind of the history of it. Another thing interesting about all Woodford Reserve bourbons is generally, except for the batch proofs, they're bottled at 90.4 proof and their mash bill is very consistent. So it's fairly high corn profile, 72% corn, 18% rye and 10% malted barley. Now, the Woodford Reserve Master's Collection, what does, everybody knows Woodford Reserve, it's on the shelf. The Master's Collection is really, it's interesting because this is the 18th release. They have been releasing variations in different types of whiskeys uh, since 2005, dating 18 years ago. So they were really out, you know, out front in terms of this um, kind of doing exclusive series and releases. So they've been at this for a while. Um, the 18th release, um, is interesting because they name it historic barrel entry, not because of how old historic you would think the whiskey is, and because the 18 is very prominent on the bottle. <laughs> That's just that was, a, that was an accident. <laughs> that is release 18. <laughs> so if you're buying, if you think you're buying 18 year old whiskey, you're not. Um, but what what is historic barrel entry? We've talked before in our reviews uh, about what is barrel entry and and um, Typically, in today's uh, distilling, uh, whiskey enters the barrel at about 125 proof. It produces a higher proof uh, whiskey later, and more volume, more money. Uh, but historically, um, pre-1962-ish, uh, the standard was really 100 to 103 proof entering the barrel rather than 125 proof. So historic barrel entry is basically the return to low um, barrel kind of 
barrel proof entry uh, between 100 and 103 proof uh, with the goal of producing a kind of a richer, sweeter whiskey because that you tend to get those kind of notes from what people would call dusties. Now, the vitals on this bottle in particular that we're having, it was released in 2023 here in February, um, although it would show up perhaps as a 2022 release. Uh, again, 90.4 proof, like all their releases. Now, the age statement. There is no age statement on this. And generally, their whiskey is in that six to eight year range. Uh, has to be at least four years, so we're not sure how old it is. We can decide by how maybe a straw in the oak profile is when we're drinking it. The mash bill, again, uh, like all their other bourbons, 72% core, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. So you're going to get more vanillas and you know, mm-hmm. uh, sweet flavors of that. The MSRP is $130. And Ben, would you pay for this? I think it was $130. Uh-huh. Paying MSRP. Good man. So we can dive in now. Any... Uh, any thoughts, so, guys, on this whole program? Because I mean, they've done some, you know, some pretty, pretty extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done everything from that five malted, you know, stouted mash. Yeah, I forgot. Remember that the chocolate yeah, malted rye, the American oak, the oat grains, the smoke cherry wood smoked barley's. They were some of the first to do, um, like wine finishes, Sonoma Coutre Chardonnay finish. They did that in two thousand seven. Um, wow. They did a four grain in two thousand and five. As their first See, release. I did not realize there were 18 of them. I thought it was a newer thing. I've tried maybe four or five of them. I've enjoyed all the ones that I've tried. I'd like to call it an experimental collection, yeah, but it's not because they've actually, it's kind of the, the the master distillers here, the two, and there are two of them. There's the master and the assistant. They decide what that badge is going to be. And this year they said, we're going to, we're going to go back to like, you know, this historic barrel entry at low proof. So, so I think it, Nose is like pretty young to me and heavy corn, yeah. Which I think it drinks different than that. But just starting with the nose, it smelled to me. I was like, this. I do get butter and you know, like butter and cream to go with the vanilla and the corn on that, and uh, and that's what I. But I'm looking for it, right? Because that low barrel entry is supposed to produce kind of a creamier. Yeah, I I agree. All right, but but granted, it's probably is a little bit young here. Definitely not hot. And the viscosity is fairly creamy. Yeah. And you do get those spices that you want and a lot of vanilla. Um, for if, if this is a very young whiskey, it drinks a lot bolder, I think. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So when I first knows it, I thought it knows super young or, you know, youngish. It does. It drinks, it doesn't drink young. Mm-hmm. It's pretty smooth. It's I smooth. Think. To me, it's like a touch on the kind of thin side. Yep. And, you know, at 90.4 proof, it'd be interesting. Like, what would this be? You know, you're the barrel proof guy, so. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. With I've, I've enjoyed, I had a, I can't remember. I was looking at your book, Joe. I can't remember which yeah. one, but I had a batch proof open earlier this yeah. year. Thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Like the typical Woodford product to me is, it's okay. It's yeah. fine, but it's not, not a go-to for me. And they've had four batch proofs that they've released, and they've released them under this, um, Woodford Reserve Masters, uh, you know, collection they have, yeah. and but they don't list them as part of those eighteen batches. They have their own batching, batch one, two, three, and four. Yeah. And I would agree with you. I have not had a a bad. I mean, they've all been good. Those batches. Yeah, because I remember a different experimental. You were saying Ben, you've had four or five. I probably had a couple. I remember one previous 
that I was not a huge fan of. And that's unfair because I can't remember exactly which one it was. But I remember having one that I was like, this is weird. And maybe it was one of the wine finished or whatever. This is, I mean, this is good. Mm -hmm. This is good. You know, yeah, this is not the profile necessarily that I'm gravitate towards. But I mean. How how allocated is this? I mean, is this one, I mean, I was able to get it in a local store, but is it? That's because you were allocated. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. but I mean, how, you, uh, any you, idea how many bottles, how many barrels? I should probably look at this. I'm going to guess around like 8,000 or I don't you know. It's probably, you, you you can find it around, but it typically does not stay on the shelves. You can find it here and there, and it's usually not marked up to some ungodly level. So to me, it's kind of refreshing that you get something like this, um, and you even if you couldn't, you and I both got it for 130 bucks. But even if you couldn't get it for 130, and you got it for 150 or 160, I mean, in my, in my opinion, like it's, you know, for the throwback, for those of you who like your dusties, you know, now it's yeah. not dusties. It's not now dusties are not defined by how old that whiskey is, but when it was actually distilled. And some of some of your dusties have lower proofs, like this does, and they mm-hmm. have typically around eighty proof. I wonder what this would be like a little lower proof, but yeah, to me it doesn't. I and mean, I haven't had tons of dusties, but I've had some, and to me those are characterized by like a funk that yeah. is weird and unique, yeah. and it's almost like a great piece of meat, or you know, there's like that umami flavor. This doesn't necessarily have that to me, but I mean, this is very good bourbon it's somewhat oak forward on the it's pretty finish. oak forward you notice that yeah, and that's kind of what I, I find interesting for a younger whiskey that it has yeah. and i don't know if that has something to do again with the lower proof entry and its interaction with the charred barrel i do think it's creamy though it yeah, does I have do like the you know some of those things that you're looking for in a, a more complex um okay let me qualify this if it's a uh Lower, uh, if it's four, six, eight years of age, yeah, it it definitely has you know a more complex flavor to it for a younger whiskey. Yeah, I agree. And if you that's ha- the experiment, then they probably succeeded. But yeah, and you have to yeah. assume it's it's probably no more than six, or they would have age stated it, right? I, I, that maybe isn't fair, but I mean, I think that's just the world we're in today. So yeah, I agree. For for a youngish, yeah, it, it drinks older than that. Yeah. So of the ones that I've tried, this is probably my least favorite. I remember when I, so I had one at a, um, at a tasting, mm-hmm. a Woodford tasting. And then I found some on the shelf over in Lexington. Yeah. And it wasn't that far above MSRP. So I bought several of them, brought them back. And they're I, all, they're all kind of, they all kind of, to me, they kind of taste like, but it's good. This one's not my favorite of it, the, of the master's collection. You know, I remember that tasting. I think it was down That's in, right. you were there. Yeah. in the ba- Vincente's bar in the it basement. Was. And we had, um, who was in town? Remus, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the very fine rare bourbon. That was a 17-year-old. That different ball game than what we're, yeah. we're drinking yeah. here. And if you go back to all of their releases, I think you, uh, in, 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 Kyle's famous words, thumbs up, thumbs down. You could go through these 18, Kyle, and I'm pretty confident like nine of them thumbs down, yeah. nine are thumbs up. You have things like um, Sonoma Couture finish, uh, Hard. Ni- Hard 1938-style white corn brandy cast finished, um, you know, maple wood finished, seasoned oak finished. I mean, all of these uh, different, I, I guess we can call them experimental, but just very unique Yeah unique uh, aging unique 
finishing profiles. This might just be one where I, I honestly I think people should go out and try this just just yeah, to, just I, see if they I, like it, but but maybe not buy the bottle. It's it's not a thumbs down for me. No, it's by any, not, a by thumbs, not, not even close. But, but I'm comparing it to the very fine, like the yeah. the 17 year old. It's and that's a that's a different level. Like totally that different. one, that's the one that kind of set me off on that. That's the one that I tried, yeah. and then I went around trying to find more of them. And so yeah. of the ones, maybe that's not even a fair comparison, but nope. of the ones that I've tried, this that's is your my thumbs least up. Favorite. Yeah. But but it's still a thumbs yeah. up for me. I like but the, it. All those batch proofs were outstanding. Yeah. All the the Master's Collection yeah. batch proof, there are four of those. This is one of my favorite bottles. I think the bottle shape, style. which is yeah, we uh, say maybe so. a ridiculous point, but I do think the bottle style is really cool. Yeah. yeah. To me, it's definitely thumbs up. I think on a value basis, I'm kind of at the breakover, right? 130 yeah. bucks. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of, that's the most I want to pay for yeah. this, right? I, I mean, I, if you're a Woodford fan, if you're yeah, 100%. You're not going to be disappointed. Uh, to me, it's like yeah. So it's right what's there. the what, yeah? So for the for that Woodford fan out there, what is the what's the high end? Is it really just if you see it at one thirty, go ahead and buy it? But if it's higher than that, maybe you want to go to the yeah. I don't. I mean, two hundred like, restaurant and try it somewhere because it'll yeah. be on the shelves at bars. Yeah, and yeah. You you won't hate yourself if you buy it for one thirty. No. Yeah, that's right. Ben yeah. feels okay about yeah. himself. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Some of that feel good feeling Get your some of that